Hello sacred souls and welcome to My Sacred Return, the podcast. I'm Liz and I created this space to help you connect with experiences that let you know you're understood. Whether you're struggling to juggle the weights of the world, feel like childhood wounds are still holding you back or just want to peek into the life of someone doing the work, I'm pretty sure that I have something for you here. So let's talk. Hello my sacred souls and welcome back to another episode of my sacred return the podcast. If you're new here welcome I'm Liz and if you're returning thank you so much for being back here with me again. Um, I want to start off by just saying if you are listening to the podcast please stop what you're doing right now go over and rate this podcast five stars whether you're on Apple or Spotify if you're feeling fancy you might want to do both but wherever you're listening to this please just pause now and go and hit that rating button when I look at my listeners to the subscribers and listeners to those who've rated it there's so many more listeners than those who have rated it and when you rate it you push it out to more people so if you like listening and checking in on the podcast episodes and you would like others to hear it please share it with them or just leave the review so that it pushes it out itself to people who need to tune in and join the my sacred return party um so I just wanted to start off by saying that today's episode is quite a sad one for me because it really hurts my heart And I wanted to speak about fatal friendships, friendships that are not the healthiest. Um, I think I've made episodes in the past, an episode Read the Room, where I spoke about some discernment and friendships. But I think right now is an appropriate time because over the past week, I've seen a few things when it comes to friendships and friendships turning deadly that have really not only hurt my heart, but I've seen that they are impacting so many others and I thought it would be something that we should talk about right now. So if you haven't really been on the internet or speaking to anybody about news, about what's been happening in the world, then to give you a short story of what happened, there was a young lady by the name of Shanquilla Robinson, may she rest in peace, who was sadly, allegedly was murdered by her friends whilst on holiday in Mexico. Now, what we do know is that there was a fight. We've seen video footage of there actually being a fight where they were fighting her. So the the allegations, sorry, I'm a bit tongue-tied. The allegations are the fact that whether they murdered her or not, but we do know that they beat her up and ganged up on her and recorded it. And I had so many feelings when I saw this video. I also saw another video of her prior to it walking into the room where everybody was and she was talking about them as they were her friends and she just was giving off a jolly energy where she was none the wiser of what was going to happen. And it was really heartbreaking for me because she was seeing these people as her friends. They went on a trip together and within 24 hours her life was taken. For something like that to unfold so quickly, there's an air of premeditation, an air of underlying animosity that already existed that you can just feel from seeing the clips and knowing the circumstance with the little bit of information that we do have. And even if 
because of course you never know a full story even when things come out people can tell you what they want if one person is not here anymore so the story that we will hear will never be the full truth because we'll never get to hear her side of it but I think what grabs me is that even if someone does something wrong even if someone maybe is not the best friend to you you have animosity you have a problem to keep people around you that you don't like keep people around you that you have dark feelings towards or jealous of or just you know rubs you the wrong way you rub them the wrong way is so unhealthy and I feel like nowadays that's so common though I think people have forgotten the fact that friendship can be beautiful sisterhood can be sacred and have just accepted that sly comments weird energy is the only way for friendship to exist and if you don't want to deal with that then you just don't have any friends and I feel like we need to be able to learn discernment more right now and let this be a teachable moment for those of us who still have our lives here to actually look around us and see where we are feeling the energy and the vibes. I've seen so many comments from people who were like, I know that I've had friends like that, reminds me of a friend of mine, I just watch them with a side eye. And even to that energy of watching with a side eye, I used to do that myself. I used to have friends where I knew that there was a a weird vibe and I knew that they were doing things or saying things that I didn't think a friend should, but I was like, okay, we'll see. I need to wait to see some proof. And I think just looking at what happened with Shanquilla, may she rest in peace, waiting until there's proof. And I'm not saying that she had any like idea that they, you know, had any ill feelings, but that's what it looks like sometimes when you wait for proof. Sometimes waiting for proof is fatal and you're not here to see life anymore. So I think when these things happen, I just pray that these can be teachable moments for all of us where we can actually look at it and not only feel things emotionally, but be able to put our logical brains on it and look clearly at our own lives. If we have people around us that we think we have to side eye, we need to remove ourselves. We don't have time to sit and wait for proof. We don't have time to sit and speak about it with other people. Oh, I think they're rubbing me the wrong way. I think they have, I think they're jealous about me, but they're not cutting off the friendship or not making sure there's distance we've seen time and time again in this world what jealousy can do to people look at selena for example she had her the ceo of her fan club was the one who stole her life and she was supporting her so many times it's the ones closest to you and i'm not saying that you can't have close friends when i say close i mean proximity because genuinely close to the heart to heart relationships won't do that but sometimes we have people around us that we're not supposed to have around us and our body will speak to us we'll feel uncomfortable we'll feel you know a lot of dis-ease our brain may be going off we may be called to give a side eye because we're feeling an energy and we just don't move we just stay in those relationships accept it as it is maybe go back to our real sisters or brothers or our parents and say oh I think they're a bit shady everybody knows behind closed and closed doors on an intimate level like there's something but you still continue to be friends with them. We still continue to have these people around us. We still continue to follow them on social media, like their content. We don't need to do that. And not only do we not need to do that, we have to stop doing that because it can be dangerous. Shanquilla Robinson's 
death, may she rest in peace, reminded me of Kanika Jenkins, may she also rest in peace, who passed away some years ago now, and while she was with friends. And I saw something else recently, but I, I saw it in passing because I didn't have the emotional capacity that day to actually see. So I don't have the details in the name, but of another young lady who was with friends in like a hotel where she was supposed to be supervised by parents and ended up getting shot and killed. Like there's so many things that are happening to young women while they are with their supposed friends And that's not friendship. If you're not safe with people, they're not your friends. And looking at this world right now and just looking at the simple things of going out on nights out and people drinking and then all of a sudden the next day you see a missing, one of the girls is missing because everyone went home and left her because she was too drunk. Like I feel like the seriousness of friendship is gone. Sisterhood is just being torn apart every man for themselves, every woman for themselves, the world has become so selfish, so self-absorbed that there's no difference between the higher-ups who are in control and those who are deemed powerless in the hierarchy of things. Like, it's like we, and I say we to include me, but I honestly don't do this, but we, as the people here who are on the ground making relationships, forming relationships, the consumers of all these things have become like those who sell it to us. It's like we treat people like we're Sims games almost because we spend so much time on the internet scrolling, forming relationships and friendships that look good for a picture or to go on a vacation that looks like I'm living life. Even if someone else has paid for it for me, looking like I'm the one who's got all of the money. Like people are so caught up in creating these facades that I don't think people realise that this is real life and things such as beating somebody up to the point of murdering them is not a little thing. I don't know why we still have this energy of people thinking that they can even just put their hands on somebody for a fight and it not end fatally. I watched something, it was a documentary years back called One Punch Killer and it really stuck in my brain because it was people who had just had a fight outside maybe you know, a pub after a night out, got a bit rowdy because of the alcohol, had a fight and ended up killing someone because one punch can literally be fatal. And I think nowadays, everybody, not everybody, but a lot of the music, a lot of the film, a lot of the TV shows, reality TV show, we see a lot of women fighting each other and a lot of women talking about that they have no problem fighting and, you know, this is fake, that's fake, I don't like this person, I'll take her man, like the energy just pulls us away from each other, it's like we're treating each other the way that the world has treated us, the world has disrespected us, the world has torn us down, people have stepped on us, beat us up, battered us, bruised us, people constantly disregard us and now it's got to a point where women are doing it to each other. I heard some statistics that were speaking about prison right now um and they were speaking about the US so I'm not sure how it translates in the UK although I have seen a lot of documentaries recently and some stats about women in prison but they were speaking about the US and talking about how a lot of women are now like more than ever the rates of them going to prison for like fighting offenses and assaults has risen whereas for men it's kind of like dropped just a little bit um And that even for me is just like so shocking. Like what is this rage that we're feeling? 
And why are we taking it out on each other? I understand slightly the rage that we, we've been made to feel, but it shouldn't manifest in jealousy. It shouldn't manifest in holding secret animosity and hanging around people that we don't really like. I also saw something else. Like, this is what I mean by the past week. I've just seen back-to-back failed friendship relationships amongst women. I also saw recently that there was Raven from Love is Blind who her relationship that, you know, she was still in a relationship. If you've watched Love is Blind, she was still in a relationship and the relationship ended up now has had to break down because cheating allegations have come out on the internet. As we have the internet now, everything is exposed there. So things got exposed. But the thing that really got me, because people cheat every day, right? Not everyone cheats, but people cheat every day. Someone cheats every day. That's not the most shocking thing for me. The most shocking thing for me was I saw one of Raven's friends who was also on the show, showed up on the show as her friend, come online and make videos talking about the situation as if she was a stranger, as if she was me who didn't know her and was just like gossiping about something. She was laughing in her videos. The way she was speaking was just so heartless. You could just see the animosity oozing and she ended up going on live and explaining her reasons for sharing it, which just raised more red flags as to, like, it was revenge. Revenge for something that, I mean, you can't tell someone how they're supposed to feel, but in the grand scheme of things, if that's someone that you genuinely saw as a friend, there's no way that that would be... You would have a conversation with your friend if you were so hurt. You would deal with it in different ways, especially as adult women, but I think to go on the internet and feed into the internet and want to publicly step on someone that you have called a friend or still call a friend is just so insensitive and heartless. And it's things like that where oftentimes they get overlooked. I saw again, and I don't usually go into the comments, but I've been in the comments this past week because my mind has been blown and I've been trying to understand, like, why are we thinking about this on a global scale of women like I want to see other people's perspectives to see the balance and most women were saying the same thing as me like how I was feeling anyway because I didn't comment but they were feeling the same way as me like that's not really a friend like who needs enemies when you have friends like that who would come on the internet and do this but then there were also a bunch of women who were like yeah I would do the same this is fine this is normal this is what you call a real friend And that's the part that got me because that's not what you call a real friend. Even if, if my friend had a relationship breakdown and her partner cheated on her and it was public and everything was exposed online, if she asked me to go online and make videos talking about it, I would not. A real friend protects your senses when you feel like you've lost them. Do you hear me? A real friend protects your senses when you feel like you've lost them. It's natural for us to be so caught up in our emotions sometimes with experiences and things that happen to us that we may not be thinking in our first mind. So even if, which, I mean, it doesn't look like it, but some people put this out there, so I have to think of both perspectives. Even if Raven did say to the friend, hey, can you go online and can you, you know, go and post these videos laughing about my relationship breaking down? She should have said no, because as a friend... You don't want to help the world laugh at your friend who's suffering right now. You do not want to help the world 
look into your friend's business. You want to help your friend step up, rise up above and against anything and you want to support them so much that you don't feed into this. I think the internet right now, so many people are giving power to the internet. There was another girl that I saw online who, there was a page made and it was a woman coming out speaking about assault, sexual assault, but It was just pictures of her, pictures of her with someone and the text was over the screen. So she wasn't verbally speaking about it to the camera. The text was just over the screen. The followers were going up. The captions had information in them and people were just sending so much love. The videos were going viral. And the girl in the pictures came from her real account and said, that's not me. I didn't make that account and that never happened to me. It's not true. And my little cousin made that page. And I was like, cousin? Again, it was a woman as well, a a girl cousin. Um, This is the world we live in now. Jealousy, comparison, trying to smear each other's names, ruin each other, the ones that we know are close to us. For what? For the internet. Something that could be gone. It's really heartbreaking, it's really disheartening just to see it and just to be in this space in this world. But also, and I have to really emphasise this, this doesn't mean that you close your heart to finding friends. This means you sharpen your discernment. We are supposed to sharpen our discernment. In these situations, let every single situation of a friendship ending in fatality people lying on their friends, trying to smear their friend's name, judging their friends, backstabbing their friends. Let these all be teachable moments that we need to sharpen our discernment so that we can see when someone is for us and when someone is not for us. This doesn't mean close yourself off, don't trust anyone and not have any friends because we all need each other in this world. We need community. What we don't need is the drama. We don't need the lies. We don't need the animosity, but it doesn't come from everyone. If I was to let everyone who's messed me over in the past be the what I think friendship looks like and just give up on it, which I did for a while. I would have no one. I would be just doing everything on my own, stay in my hyper-independence, suffering, struggling, and just make that my normal. By opening up more and more and still being open to friends and learning not to attach myself to the idea of what they do for me being the ultimate idea of friendship, but continuing to expand my mind to what I actually want in a friend and can I be that and then seeing how my relationships are able to serve me and I'm able to serve in them to create that and continue to grow in it and if at some point you have to part ways then you appreciate the moment the growth that came with it and you keep moving forward but if you close yourself off you limit yourself from growing and I think this is a big indicator of that actually when did I speak about hyper-independence on my podcast before? I'm not sure. I speak about it so often. Um, but hyper-independence in itself, you can't grow as a woman. And this is, again, like, this is really important. Like, as women, we need social interaction to grow. And this is from girls, from little children. How we grow in this world, our brains, our body physically, reducing our inflammation. Like, I can go on a whole tangent, but social interaction is important for us. We are not supposed to be alone. Even the most self-sufficient, resourceful ones of us. I... I'm so self-sufficient and so resourceful. I can do so much for myself 
but I do need other people because when you see the difference of like burning yourself out to serve everybody, but then also allowing people to support you, you realize this is what life is about. And by having friends and opening your heart to finding friends who do meet you in that way, doesn't mean you have to speak to them every single day, hang out with them every single day, go and do things with them. I still travel solo and I have friends all over the world. If I want to travel with them, I can, but I like doing what I do. But it's about having a balance. Don't let the people in the past who have let you down stop you from having friends. Don't let, even seeing these things right now, don't let them be, oh my God, you just can't be friends with anyone because everyone's jealous. Everyone is not jealous. A lot of people are, but everyone is not. And by noticing the signs when someone is speaking to you sideways and again listen to my other episode how to read the room because I think I went into I don't think I did go into more detail about this of signs of how to notice pay attention to how people are acting towards you but also pay attention to how you feel you do not always need proof you don't always need proof I remember Nixie Hustle said um, he was talking about in an interview before about his intuition and something that he'd learned to connect more to his intuition and that he doesn't always need proof to know when to do something or not. Just follow his gut. And I think as women, we are so much more in tune naturally with our intuition, just how we're made. But we ignore it a lot more than we need to. We should never ignore our intuition. We're supposed to always be listening. So stop waiting for proof. If you feel bad vibes remove yourself or create space until you can actually see what that means it's better to wait for the proof from a distance as in go about your life live your life and if you find out the proof at some point okay cool then to sit in the relationships that you feel are a bit unsafe and then waiting for the proof because as I said earlier and as we've seen in this world sometimes the time you get the proof is the time when your life is stolen and you're not able to live past it and no one deserves that power to take our life from us to take us away from our freedom no one has the right to do that to us so we need to protect our energy and one thing I will say before I wrap this up is if it's hard for you to pull back from people and not have proof because you feel like you're misjudging them etc One thing that really helped me, because that was something I struggled with at a point where I felt like, oh, I'm just judging these people and they're probably nice. Maybe I'm the problem. I pulled myself away from them by saying, okay, well, now I'm looking at these people sideways and I'm not trusting them. I'm waiting for proof, which means I'm passing this judgment while I'm in relationship with them. I'm sending out almost evil eye because I'm giving them now this funny look in emotion, like I'm looking at them, I'm not trusting them, I'm closing my heart to them, I'm thinking that there's something bad that's going to come, so already I'm now creating my own animosity from what I feel, because I'm not addressing it, and I'm not pulling myself away, I'm staying in that situation, so at this point now, I am being fake, and nobody deserves that, so even if it is the fact that you're the problem, or I'm the problem, we still have to be accountable and act accordingly, give ourselves the space. So not only are we protecting ourselves, but we're protecting other people because sometimes it may not be that the two people, the friends are evil and cruel and bad and have bad intentions. It might just be that 
our lights trigger each other or our wounds trigger each other and that we just aren't supposed to be in relationship. So stop holding on to every person that you meet. It doesn't matter how long you've known them. It doesn't matter where you've known them. It doesn't matter if you have similar stories. Everybody is not for you. And if you allow yourself to understand that everybody is not for you and just take the relationships as they go, enjoy them while you're in the moment. And if it feels like it's run its course or it needs a break, take that and honour that. We need to protect ourselves. We need to protect those around us in this world. And we need to create a new baseline of what friendship should be. If you see people who have good friendships, talk to them, ask them how they hold their friendships, what they look for in a friend. We need to communicate. We have all this social media access to so many different people and a lot of the really important conversations are not being had. Don't feel like a way to say to someone, hey, I see that you have good friendships all the time. How do you do that? Like last week's episode, I was saying the same thing to the guest, Tisha. She's always had great friendships and I'm like, how do you do that? Like, what is that? How do you hold them? Ask people and trust your intuition and pay attention to the red flags and green flags. Green flags, notice them so that when you see them show up in someone, that's a sign that you can invest certain types of energy into that situation. And when you see the red flags, it means you need to pull your energy away. Just practice doing that. Look back at all your friendships right now and evaluate the situation. Pay attention to what shows up, how it feels. You don't need to gossip. No gossiping. If you give yourself a no gossip policy, you'll definitely realise who your friends are and who they're not. Because when you're not able to gossip about people or your friends and things like that, you have to face yourself and your feelings and how you really feel. And if you've got feelings that you feel that are filling you up and you're feeling uncomfortable because you can't chit chat and gossip, that means you need to remove yourself out of the life of those people because you should never be so consumed with ill feelings towards the people that are around you that you'll burst if you can't like talk about it behind their back. So I hope this episode just gave people that little bit of a reminder of all is not lost right in friendship. Don't look at the world and see what's happening and stop seeking or nurturing friendships. Don't close yourself off but be aware It's natural for us to feel hurt right now, seeing all of this, to be upset by this. It's so natural for us to feel it in our heart and we should because we're emotional beings and we should be connected to ourselves to see that something is wrong right now. But let this be something that helps you find what is right for you. So that's me. I love you all. I pray you all have a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful week. Stay safe, stay discerning and pray for others as you pray for yourself. I love you so much. Take care and until next time. Thank you for joining me for an episode of My Sacred Return, the podcast. I hope this space made you feel comfortable and that you'll return next week. If you feel called to, please subscribe and tell a friend to tell a friend. You can keep up with me on Instagram at My Sacred Return and the rest of my social media links will be in the description box. See you next time, sacred souls.